This is PBE Daily Early Mornings and Late Night Podcast. My name is Point Blank Evumbi and I'm super excited to make this episode so I'll get all the housekeeping stuff out the way. Drawings are still going, still three pages shy of completing a, child, a children's book from last year. Yes, I carry forward but it's totally worth it when you see the end results you will totally understand you just look forward for a book you see in an art uh section for children or whatever and it says the words Emmanuel Nyakwada, and you'll understand exactly what's happening so that's what's been happening with myself other than that progress in the office we're getting there we're slowly getting there and i can't wait to get to the level where i start doing sound production and everything that we release it to the world 2019 was a build up to 2020 and 2020 is going to have a lot of great things happen but in the last couple of days this is what happened in fact last week this one thing that happened that actually was so important to me because it just it's like i put a foothold in everything i was enjoying about the day i spent i repeat i spent an entire day looping an album of the band I'm about to talk about right now. Like it was a singular album. And the reason why I love this album so much, because I haven't heard most of the other albums, if not all of them, I haven't really heard them. This one really stood out to me because it's the first one where I had my own money and I could purchase it. And aside from purchasing it, I purchased it from the guy himself. And it came as a card. And when I got to actually listen to the album, it justified everything as to why they took their time to make it and everything. And I feel these guys require an homage of some shape or form. So, disclaimer number one, I will say this about these guys based upon my conclusions. You do not have to accept my take on this and you do not have to welcome the decisions I've made as far as what I'm going to compare them to. However, I feel they played a significant enough part in what we create in our current day and age that they need to be given a shout out by a person who not as often as he would have loved to was present and the band i want to speak of when i first heard of them it was in in passing and then i i saw one or two things that they put together creatively and i started looking for comparisons when i was looping the album uh in the in the office and the album i bought everything about the album from how the first track plays out to the second and all the way till the final track and the, the way they even exited it made me think well what role would they play in the industry that we have today and how relevant are they to the decade I've, I've, that i've been a part of and the decades that we are going to follow and the first group i thought about to really see if i'm making the proper comparison is this i looked at the pros and cons and the and i weighed the different bands that came out in the same period of time or in the years thereafter and this one had more fleshy material in the sense of my personal mind and here's here's let's let's i'm i'm i'm, I'm going all over the place let me just break it down okay i firmly believe as of the last couple of days i firmly believe that just a band are the Beatles of Kenya's 2000s. I'll say it again. Just a band are the Beatles of the Kenyans 2000s. 
this would be perceived as a blasphemous statement, especially to the people in the UK or people in the 60s who actually experienced the Beatles. But then again, I took time to go watch uh, or research a little bit of material about the Beatles because I can't tell you a Beatles song to save my life. I can speak on the influences I've seen happen thereafter because growing up, I knew more about the monkeys than I knew about the Beatles. And I know the, the monkeys are made as a, a copying of that which existed then. But I checked out this documentary that kind of spoke on them. As you can see, a lot of the stuff I, I, I consume to inform me is audiovisual, but I try as much as possible to inform myself thereafter. So here's, what, here's how this tangent began. When the Beatles came out, they came from what was considered the middle class, lower stock UK. And the UK is always hilarious to me because the class line thing is always hilarious in the sense of a person who was granted better access because of the family they were born into feels that they should always have that position and that we should never come up and question that authority or question that position that they're sitting on which is always going to be funny to me because i will always challenge that so-called aristocracy because i'm not trying to be down with the click i want in and i want to take my stake give me a fair shake and we're going to live just fine but if you refuse to give me a fair shake and then you feel like you have to manipulate me to change my position then we're going to have a problem but all these things have to be considered in any case they came from middle class stock in, in Liverpool if I'm not mistaken and after it was it was in the 60s where they started coming up and this was just a few years after the second world war and london had been greatly devastated at the time and north londoners were considered just a fisherman and all that and they, when they come from that kind of town you you see what you can as far as how to better make yourself through watching yourself walk through life in the middle of the debris of a, a, a kingdom greatly hurt and you're also seeing the empire falling apart because now the countries that were part of the great expansion of empire are now becoming independent states and becoming independent nations and they want out of the yoke that you have on them so it means even the economy is affected and you can't really function as best as you can and you grip for the freedoms you try to find and then aristocracy decided to find ways academically to make people have fighting chances in the world so if you proved yourself if you're a person from the lower middle class or the middle class and you proved yourself intelligent enough to actually make it to the next level then you will be put into the classes you do certain exams and then you get the fighting chance that you require now lennon and mccartney had the first chance to do that they did come from middle class stock or lower middle class stock and because they were given a fighting chance to learn in schools in close approximation to aristocracy they were able to now learn better things about themselves but then again this was the 60s information that's coming from the from america as far as the different forms of music rock and roll and how they evolve and how every artist would probably come out and try to make something of themselves it's typical of every period in music whenever an art form comes out that actually makes a big impact people will try to mimic the artist who is the biggest artist and try to be a rendition or if not a clone of that artist because they've seen one formula work so for those of you who keep on judging the 2000s and the crunker trap period don't be so surprised it happened all the way since time memorial you 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 echo that which you see or copy paste and I'd, I'd rather a person echo that which he sees than copies what he sees and when the two gentlemen mccartney and uh and lennon decided making music as a band together they adapted themselves to be able to perform in in places where every typical household person would actually feel connected to them 
they write their own music which was unique at the time because prior to that in the 50s apparently you had a person whose job was to write the music and then you just sang the music but they wrote and sang their own music so it was a different take altogether so they have more stake in that which they create because even in production you'd much rather have a person who could do both than have a person who could do just the one and as that goes by they became this big sensation and because they looked the way parents expected them to look initially they never really wanted to wear those suits you know it's their manager who suggested the suits that they rocked and because they looked like these prim and proper young men they ended up becoming the people who people respected and they ended up becoming big global acts as a result and then they went around the world and they were young they were teenagers when they became successful and 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 well not technically not teenagers but we'll say late teens early 20s and then as time went by fame of course will come and hit you hard and you can't really keep up with the with the stakes that are being created and the kind of wars that, that need to be fought and you keep on going and doing the best you can you take a break you come back of course you've evolved you've changed the way you think about things you've changed the kind of message you enjoy and because you've changed the kind of message you enjoy you actually make music that people would not relate to the stuff you made before and because they didn't sound like they did before that people who are nostalgic and didn't adapt to them ended up leaving and the younger generation came in and started adapting to their music but then even then it took they took a hiatus and worked on new music because they were trying to attempt to make music with the different tools that have that came there after like the different ways of recording the different instruments they could use and then of course the inspirations they could use was also different because let's not forget this was the 60s and in the 60s the united states was preparing or getting into the war in vietnam and then you have this whole generation that is experimenting with psychedelics and then the psychedelic generation is trying to not deal with the harsh realities that is the everyday life that they're enduring at the time so they distance themselves from that and they just decide to take into uh, sub, uh, substance abuse in order to find freedoms and to find a, a way out of that which is the yoke that is or the, the the order that the world has existed in because not everybody was meant to go into certain workspaces and then you have certain kinds of freedoms and you don't want to be a part of that and the artsy freedom that came there after kind of was a form of rebellion art i think in the 60s and early 70s was a form of rebellion and when i looked at those particular arcs and the different ways that experiment with the music that create and the the fact that even in the later years of their experimentation people who only could adapt to what they were saying in the experimental phase enjoyed them no they didn't have the same amount of fame when they went separately when Lennon started to become revolutionary and and more of a, an activist and McCartney became more of a pop star and the other two gentlemen also had pseudo successes but they still made music independent of each other they didn't have the same success that they, as they had as a unit but then again they didn't have the same success they had as teenagers when they grew older the occult existence that they had, that they had changed everything but also the paths that they went to the kind of lives that they wanted to have they tried as much as possible to stay as, as a singular unit take for example when they went to india to try and find a guru to actually educate them on how to find better inner peace and and better tap into their minds all that happened and yes they experimented with drugs here and there but that was just a part of the journey that there comes in because i know i've experimented with a couple of things here and there but I've, it's never been hard drugs because i've never needed to numb any senses that i have i i much rather tackle that which is right in front of my nose and right in front of my face than take something to act to try and numb myself from that because every time I've tried to numb myself from the things I need to do I've ended up presenting myself even more so I'd much rather deal now that's the Beatles let's come to just a band the collective of Bill Selanger Bill Selanger I apologize Bill 
Mbithi Masia, Jim Chuchu, and Daniel Muli. Sorry, I need to stop moving around to sit still. These four individuals made a collective known as Just a Band. And to my understanding, I believe they've been longtime friends. Some from campus, some from as far back as high school. And this is me speaking from the perspective of how I know them from the different periods I've met them and interacted with them. So this is not trying to be like a fact-checked, trying to Google things here and there. No, I'm going to give you my relationship with this band and why I've drawn the conclusion I've made to, to say what I'm saying about them. When I first heard of them, it was the video for Iwingo Ping. And I saw the video, and it was an animated, two-dimensional animated video bit of cutout animation here and there but it was a 2d animated video and the sound was very very experimental it, it sounded almost like techno trance type and I, I only could relate to that because in a certain period one of the local tv stations used to play material from mtv and i knew moby and i knew what moby was doing and that kind of sound and i knew house music here and there and i a house was beginning to make its penetration into the kenyan market in the mid 2000s and in 2008 when these guys launched their first album and when and as time went by thereafter 2008 was very formidable in the sense of in 2006 wapi happened words and pictures and i already was a part of the music industry at the time and it was in the, in the underground sense and in 2006 2007 you could not actually in 2004 5 6 7 you could not get away from the sounds of spoken word poetry and the inspirations that come from um underground rap and you couldn't escape the neo soul music and everybody was either making a rendition of that mixing with a bit of lingala here and there and the pseudo music that was being made at that time was very cerebral everyone was trying to be mentally and emotionally aware of everything they did there's a place called das restaurant we used to go into this ethiopian restaurant and you could actually smell the ash in the background you could smell the incense in the background and we do spoken word poetry and performances there now if that space doesn't echo the mood of the period that was the early 2000s i don't think anything can and then 2008 2009 started happening and at that time, Just a Band already had a buzz with a small group of people who were their core audience, and that core audience always sustained them. I say that by meaning this. There was a whole divide based upon the different embassies that would support the arts. The British Council kind of played its biggest part in the hip-hop industry because it worked with words and pictures, WAPI, and we represented the underground of hip-hop and the kind of mental hip-hop that we wanted to make, not the commercial music at the time. So the commercial side of the world was taken care of by the commercial artists who were making music that was club music and party music. Those guys were guaranteed radio listenership and everything. But the pseudo-market, the small underground pockets, this is how I understand it. There were three underground pockets, actually four. Underground pocket number one was Alliance Francais. And Alliance Francais would play for the Afro sound, the Afro fusion and everything close to that. The Goethe Institute, the Goethe or the Goethe Institute, it represented the Afro pop punk type sound and a bit of the underground. So if you ever get the chance to check out Berlin, Nairobi, there's some great EP that was created by, by the, the Goethe Institute. 
Then there was the Kenya National Theatre, which was now the proper traditional type sound and properly cultural type beat theatre and everything that comes with it. Live band driven also, just like Goethe Institute and Alliance Francais. WAPI and the British Council was the underground, the gutter, the, the gully, the belly of the beast, in that you would come all the way from a freaking indoor Kibera all the way to, to Upper Hill to see these performances. And still you'd come from all the way in Runda and still be able to enjoy yourself in this concert. It didn't have biases. This was the one place which was basically no man's land. Every person of different classes would come to this one place and parlay and enjoy music. And in the midst of all these things happening, just a band came to life campus-educated gentlemen who could actually make music and even curate it to the extent of making the music videos. They were a one-man machine. They made their own instrumentals. They made the music themselves. They recorded the music themselves. The collective of one house, where, which I visited once. I think I was auditioning for something and I failed in the audition because I was never called back. But I was still able to work with individual members of the band on different capacities and different shoes. And I'm grateful that I was able to get that because I love these guys. I love what they do with themselves. And even some of the greatest compliments I've gotten in my work is thanks to these gentlemen. So the band makes its music and it comes out and radio won't play them. Radio won't give them a fighting chance. Yet, when the Goethe Institute corners out a street for them to do a concert, they do a concert and it rocks. There were no Instagrams and Facebooks at that time as heavy as they are now because they weren't cell phone cameras as present as we wished they were. And I'm sure there's people with footage of these things. These guys cornered out a street and radio was still not playing them because they found them too weird for them to listen to. That's how crazy it was. And let's not forget, the early 2000s when the top 100 template for music was brought into the market. And the top 100 template basically made it impossible for you to infiltrate a playlist that's been dictated for a whole year. So small niche shows would be created. And the painful thing was, the collective that was just a band, I don't think it was just them because they had actors who became renowned actors. They had uh, film directors who became renowned film directors. They had actresses who became renowned actresses. They had singing personalities who know they may not have had musical careers, but they became the most impactful, influential individuals, not only in press, in presentations of music and, 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 and radio and television, but also as global influences in entertainment. Like, they, if one of them puts up a post, I guarantee you it'll have a thousand plus views and people will react and respond and go to those particular outlets and take part in, in taking in the culture. And when they took the hiatus and then came back with the album, which is my favorite album personally, because it's the album I... It, I bought it. I, I love that album because it was in my hand and it echoed my rebirth. My favorite Just A Band album is Sorry For The Delay. Painful thing is it's the last album they made together, but I don't think that they broke up. I just feel that they went in different paths because the way these four individuals were so different, it was a matter of time for their minds to be spread to different passions, which were their core passions. At least two of them are renowned filmmakers right now. One of them is a renowned film director also in animation. So three film directors, basically. One of them is a film director in animation and a comic book publisher, an Emmy award-winning comic publisher. 
as far as his participation in not only illustrating but also editing of the of that comic book he he made an impact so vast and they, they continue to make independent moves that are super successful and to even make it to festivals across the globe with their films we can't look down on that and then one only one member still remains as his core passion is still to make music and that's a gentleman known as blinky bill bill selanga is an amazing force of nature i remember one time i heard a mixtape they did which was called the boxing day it's not really, you know, it wasn't a mixtape it was uh, an ep and it was uh, the boxing day special from just a band and it had a collective of them and their friends to make music for the, the festive season and it was, some of them were medleys and covers of their previ- of previous songs that they'd created and i loved that ep so much i went and downloaded it and spliced up some of the instrumentals that i enjoyed and i did freestyle covers of the songs because i wanted to pay, pay homage to those for these individuals and also wanted to see if i can make it into into the clique or be part of the cool kids because i've always felt that they were the cool kids the, i mean everyone in the in the circle they had is a formidable force in kenyan entertainment if not continental entertainment every last person in the clique i don't just mean the band i mean the band and their friends everyone is literally a force of nature in their own right and bill is the only one who's on tour making concerts and making performances happen i mean even watching his instagram account kind of trips me out because i see him hanging out with the legendary individuals such as q-tip and dave Chappelle. i mean he met these people even if they didn't hang out but he was in the same spaces with these people it's such an inspiring thing to look at and the reason why i call them the equivalent of the beatles is because i've never known them to do things without wanting to do them just about is probably the only cre- creative group in entertainment that puts the word creative into perspective completely they were the first band to my knowledge who broke the internet with the song hahe the character macmenta still is talked about and still painted on matatus to this day that track took off so aggressively not only locally but internationally to an extent that even it was the very beginning of us trying to figure out how the internet could play a part in making entertainment happen and when that happened you could see the interview they had with CNN and at that time we're having an interview with CNN this is like 2000 what 9 10 and when they had that interview with CNN you could see the looks on their faces that they, they even they were in shock and awe because they didn't expect that to happen they were they just made a piece and the piece took a life of its own the fans took over when it came to that product and it's because the thing i love about them is they take the different nostalgias we have from growing up in the different middle class lifestyles or, or lower middle class or whatever and they find a way to make it outlive even our perceptions of what those things were things like that don't really happen unless you're coming from a position of passion just a band everything they created was a passion project it wasn't really like something that was agenda driven by somebody else even when they took part in projects that had nothing to do with their personal passions you can't tell the difference the passion was already there on a thousand percent just a band is the only band i know where today i'm having a conversation with you on monday and by tuesday morning i'm seeing photos of you on broadway and when did you even fly how did you even get there how is this lifestyle planned and how are you even making this thing happen and it's such a passionate thing to look at because they they never lie to you about what they're doing they're literally just going through life and because they're going through life it seems to 
make great things happen every single time. To move from that and have generations of artists come thereafter who also choose to make independent sound, you gotta give props to that. And these are my personal conclusions, but bear with me. I believe you don't get Camp Mula if there's no just a band. You don't get uh, the different waves of, say, Ethic and all these other bands who just do the sound they want to do without just a band. But for many other pop acts that exist right now, some of their sound, I give credit to the commercial music industry. The radio industry and the television industry dropped the ball, and I don't blame them for dropping the ball because I understand. Sometimes the frustrating thing is you want to garner numbers based on a formula you've been given. And when that formula falls flat, you have to adapt accordingly. They were late to the party. And still, I think radio is still late to the party. They don't know what to do when and how to adapt accordingly. And I know it seems like I'm bashing radio way too much. In, in it, it, it may be termed as me trying to troll them into making me become a part of what exists. Not the case. Absolutely not the case. I only say that to say this. It would be greater valued if you take these independent creators with the small clicks that they have expose them to have even more small clicks around the country and then you end up having your own cutout space in entertainment that works to your favor that's what just a band did they were unapologetically them it's the first time the word just actually has power in my in my head because to them they're being modest they're just a band there was there was nothing just about them it, it, and I've always said I hate the word just. There was nothing just about these guys. And that's why I compared them to the Beatles. Because no, they did not go to the extent of having psychedelics involved. And maybe what we're going to experiencing right now is the hiatus that the Beatles took when they had to break up for a bit so they could find their own lives because they got into entertainment when they were so young. Maybe that's the case. But I will say this. In their situation, I feel they better served entertainment forward. And I can't wait to see if they ever get back together, if they, if they ever make concerts thereafter. You be the judge. Check out the different biographies of these individuals, these two bands. They may not have the same kind of music, the same kind of arc, but they, both sides truly represent a greatness of what this country is capable of. They cut the class line in laugh and destroyed what that which was perceived as what entertainment can be possibilities became abundant so to just a band i'm grateful for everything you create to bill keep up the good work bithy thank you so much for constantly doing great things with the, with your film work chuchu your voice i miss and keep making music and keep making the films and everything that you're going to do danny boy we're gonna draw together very soon i know the time will come the project doesn't exist yet but i'm sure it exists to all else say it with me be caesar or be nothing at all Thank you for taking the time to listen to this long episode, but you could see from the content it had to be a long one. Until next time, Uno. Oh